Yo, 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 man. We got to bring the energy, man, because we are here. And if you guys see what's on the screen, that was a fucking death sentence. That was awful. Back-to-back weeks of straight dog shit out here at fucking Thursday Night Football, man. What, what did you think? First of all, man, how are you doing, man? Are you okay? Yeah, man. Nah, bro. Like, I didn't think the games Thursday night could get any worse from last week. I shouldn't have spoken, bro. Like, I literally did not think it could get any worse, and it did. Like, this was... My eyes were damn near bleeding from watching this game. It's just awful the the bears and the commander said hold my beer to last week's fucking performance this was putrid but i still think we have some takeaways i'm not gonna lie here i'm gonna pull these up as you guys can see 12-7 washington commanders um oh there's not really much to take away here Carson wentz didn't even crack 100 yards justin fields I mean, he didn't look horrible, but, dude, like, he holds on to the ball forever. I don't know if you peeped that. Like, he just pat, pat, pat. Yeah. He's struggling with vision down the field. Um, Even when there's plays, he's either overthrowing the ball or literally underthrowing it to the point he doesn't even get past the line of scrimmage. Um, If you saw the game, the pick that he threw, he had Kokomet down the middle for in the end zone, and he literally threw the ball so low. It wasn't even batted down. It went straight off a lineman's helmet, straight up into the air. Um, so he struggled. They got to first. Yeah, we got to talk about though. There. We got to talk about man. Many man. man of the hour. Wish death upon him. Yeah, oh, man. Dog, and he can't see. I don't even want to say he's the man of the hour. That's the man of the week, bro. Like honestly, and and we were we were drafting when the news came out that he. He had um he had gotten shot like that was just so crazy. Um, I personally didn't think that he was gonna be back this like if he was gonna be back, but he's gonna be rehabilitating most of the year. But just to see him out on the field and performing, and you know, I mean, three point five isn't too bad. Um, you would like to see better efficiency, but the game itself was just horrible. And the considering, was you know, yeah, like you, you can't saying. expect you can't ask for much more from this man. You know, he's coming back from a couple bullet holes and. Exactly. Yeah, and, and he's doing he's doing what he can, man. And and he did good. He looked better than than Antonio Gibson. I think Antonio Gibson just had one like decent run, it's which just, is helping the average out. But oh man, I'll say this. Brian Robinson did not look great to start the game. He definitely got better as the game went on. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I don't see a reason for them not to continue to give him the ball because like you said, McKissick didn't stand out. Gibson is Gibson. Like, they kind of know what they're going to get from Gibson. He's like a splash play waiting to happen. But most of the time, he misses the easy read, and Robinson provides consistency. So Mm -hmm. I did like that. But this is a tough running game for him just because I feel like Carson was playing hurt. He was. He was. He. It looked like he rolled his ankle. Not rolled it, but maybe like he did like an awkward movement where he had to get retaped up on the sideline. But he came back in. He also banged his hand yeah. on one of the plays. Um, so, I mean, man, overall, I don't know. I, I just did quick maths between if you add the QBR for both of these quarterbacks, they had 50.1 That's combined awful. QBR. That's how horrible that game was. That is putrid. No receivers uh, in Washington had any relevance. Harry started the game looking pretty good, I would say, in the first half. He had like two catches, 31 yards, and like back to back plays almost. He was heavily involved. Yeah. And then he was, they, they had just, a couple of screens, uh, not screens, all like, like wing plays. Wing passes. Yeah. yeah. But then they just decided not to throw him the ball. What's up with that? I don't know, man. Uh, just, I'm, I personally, I'm not feeling any kind of confidence starting any of these Washington receivers. And the same can be said for the other side. Um, Mooney had 12 targets out of 27 passes. That's damn near 50%. That's like you're pushing high, like low 40s, mid 40s. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I just, he didn't look bad either. I'm not going to lie. Some of the passes though, like the un, the inaccurate passes to Mooney are really inaccurate. Was, yeah. He throws behind and low really often. I don't, I don't know what the deal is there. If he's just not seeing the player getting the reads on time, 
Um, personally, I, I don't buy in on Mooney. I think he's very mid to okay. uh, maybe a little bit above average. Um, I don't see him consistently getting separation or, you know, getting those contested catches. Um, and it's crazy that we're saying that what we're saying about uh, wa- the Washington receivers, right? Because after week two, two weeks opposite. into the season, we were in on Dotson. We were in on Samuel, in on Terry. Terry was a little underwhelming, but he was still producing, you know, giving you double digits. But now it's just like both of these offenses, like you want no part in it. Yeah, you want definitely minimal parts. Like I'm not starting these players. I don't mind holding on to, you know, Terry Curtis. I would hang on to just off of pure volume. He dropped a, a tutty, like a 40-plus yard tutty. Yeah. Um, had a had a rough game out there for himself, but there's just Brian Robinson realistically is the only person I want. And then for the other side, I just want the Bears running backs. Whoever I can get. If I have Montgomery, yeah. I want Herbert. If I have Herbert, I want Montgomery. Not really. I just leave me with Herbert. Herbert looks That's my boy right there, man. Yeah. What I mean more so is not that you don't want them or you don't want any part of it. It's that you don't really have confidence in starting these players right now. Yeah, their upside is so tilted just because they don't really, like, unless they score, they don't really do much, man. Like, the like yeah, they had, I believe, one combined target at the running back position. Oof, that's a rough... That's, uh, one out of 27 passes went to running backs. That is not... Not not, not so successful in my opinion at all. Um, we're gonna actually do this backwards today, guys. We're gonna go into the costly take section first, and then we're gonna talk about our league because we want to get the sauce going. So it gives you premise for the rest of the sit starts that we talk about and stuff like that going into the league. And I want you to take it away because I think I think you're. I'm I'm gonna start calling you Double Dip King, man, because you be yeah, man. I- I'm going to be doubling up from last week. Um, we did fade on Najee. We did think he was going to be a bust. Smashed. Um, this week, I am going to double up on him. I think he's going to be a bust yet again. Um, I don't see... I mean, they have him ranked at 20, but I just don't see him producing. I just... He has another kind of a another tough matchup where he's just... I just see him struggling. I see that whole offense struggling again. There's just kind of an adjustment period. They're putting a new quarterback in still, you know, pick it. And the offense still needs to get, you know, still gets needs to find its way. And I just don't see that happening. Not with Najee right now. The way that things are going, um, I think he's also playing a little bit nicked up. So I think that's part of it as well. So currently you have him. They have him ranked 20. Where exactly? I have him outside. I have him outside the top thirty-six. Um, I don't think he's 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 going to be right around that, you know, just because of volume. If he plays, um, unless he's like limited because of the injury, but I just cannot see him. Producing he would need touchdown. He he needs yeah. he needs a touchdown dependent to be able to even did, get in the top twenty-four. Did you actually see what Mike Tomlin came out and said regarding Jalen Warren? So, uh, I saw he said something. Uh, he was like reassuring him and yeah, um, they, that they're going to keep getting more involved. Yeah, they're going to get him more involved, which is something I'm very interested in because I think that tells you two things. I think that tells you not just that Warren is playing good. I think that tells you that Najee has not recovered from the injury that he's had since training camp. One way yeah. or another, he's not fully Najee. And obviously, like, you know, we don't get the intel that they get, but he doesn't look 100%. He's not playing like he's 100%. Najee's a better player than this. For him to be outplayed by Warren last game and stuff like that. So I don't hate yeah, this take. He, Top 36 is very saucy, but hey, man, it is called the saucy take section. <laughs> I'm going to go with my, uh, oh, you started with the bust. I'm going to go with my bust. It's the guy right, almost right above him. It's going to be Mr. CEH. Clyde, um, they have him running back 18. I know he's playing Buffalo. Buffalo is literally demons against running backs they are so fucking good against running backs the only running back to have any kind of decent success against him this season was actually jk dobbins from the ravens and that's because he had two touchdowns um (laughs) and both touchdowns were basically due to turnovers and them getting the ball in the red zone one way or another so i don't see that being the case uh i know kansas city is good i think they're gonna have to pass to keep up the game is also at buffalo 
So I don't see a lot of Clyde. And it, honestly, if they do get down, um, I see some more Jarek McKinnon. He, he's been kind of like the pass row specialist guy. So uh, they have Clyde here ranked 18. I have him outside of the top 30, which according to projections would be nine points because we have some bye weeks. I have him around nine points. I don't think he's going to be too crazy this week. That's kind of the guy I'm fading this week. There's some players I'd rather start over him that are under him. How about you talk to us about one guy that maybe I would Yeah, yeah go ahead. One of, those, one of those guys that we're talking about, um, I think this is the Zeke game, man. I think uh, that is my my pick to, to be a boom this week. Uh, I think Zeke um, is in line. He's historically performed pretty well against the Eagles. Uh, it's a Sunday night game, so, you know, the lights are going to be on. And he he's got to perform, man. They're paying him the 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 bucks out there. This uh, this team has kind of like a little bit of a momentum going with Cooper Rush behind. They're they're their winning, defense. yeah. And their defense is is getting them in good field position. Um, I I think Zeke uh, might he's gonna be in line for a touchdown, maybe two. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets two touchdowns this week. Um, and maybe around you know eighty to ninety yards, uh, maybe a hundred scrimmage yards. Depending if he gets a few receptions here or there. They got him 28. I, where, where, how yeah, high are you yeah, taking I, this? I think, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to shoot for a top 15 if he gets one. But mm-hmm. if he gets two touchdowns, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets in the top eight. Yeah, I love it personally. Um, Philly is a great defense. Um, but I just think that these, this Dallas offense is, they know their strengths and their weaknesses. And I think that starts with Cooper Rush. Um not the most talented player in the world, but I don't know. Have you seen the, um, there's a clip floating around Twitter where he basically like they had practiced this install. It was like written by a beat, uh, beat reporter after where they had like had this audible installed against the Rams that if they got a certain look that he was going to check to that. And it was on like a third and 16 or third and 12. And he checked basically to a toss play. And it was a toss play that got Tony probably like 50 yards. And after the play is over, you see all the receivers and all the offensive linemen pointing at Cooper Rush because he identified the weakness in the defense and checked oh. to a play to beat it. I, you know, um, shit no, like that. I did not see that. He caught he caught that play. I mean, that's that's what quarterbacks do, man. And when they watch film and they they recognize his own, uh, like you know, any kind of scheme, a, a defensive scheme or his own man to man, they got to call those audibles and take advantage of those. So yeah. it's 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 good. That it's shows amazing. why they're winning. Yep. why he's been able to keep him afloat even though Dak has been out um, some people uh some people have actually yeah. even been saying that um this is before he really started like getting it going after he just won his first game uh basically like insiders talking about Cooper Rush I know this is about Zeke but this is going to tie into Zeke because I mean if, if your quarterback sucks or he's dumb like he's you know there's only yeah, so much a running back just, can do it just limits your ceiling you know exactly um talking about how Cooper Rush right now would be better than most offensive coordinators because he just sees the game that way his talent's not all the way there but he's a very smart player hey guys shout out Cooper yeah. Rush man he's going to give Zeke I, I agree with you I top 20 for sure top 15 I'm hoping for in top 10 I don't see it that far away um, my boom of the week, man, is my baby, man. Eno. Gotta go with Eno, Eno, Eno. Mr. Eno Benjamin, we, we talked about 20 as a bus. We talked about 18 as a bus. 20 being Najee, 18 being Clyde. Let's talk about the boom, man. We taking, he's going to the boom, boom room, man, because he is going to fuck up these Seahawks this week like there is no other person in the goddamn attendance. The 12th man is, they're playing at Seattle. He's about to be the 12th man because he's going to be everywhere. <laughs> I i am super, super high on Eno. Where do you have him? I have him top eight, man. I'm pushing top, top eight. eight. Uh, top eight, the projections currently are between around like 16 points. I think he can hit that so easy. Um, some people are kind of on the fence because James Conner hasn't really been like that this year and and this and that. I think this is the best the team has been in terms of talent or like the receiving core. Rondale's getting it going. Hollywood's getting it going. Um, Greg Dorch is still there. I know he's not really playing, but Zach Gertz has been playing good. So I think the weapons around Eno Benjamin are very, very good. He got one in um, in the red zone last week. He got himself a tutty. He got himself, you know, a nice little check check on that tutty. And his receiving work is just better than everybody else. Like he's their main receiving back, and now he's going to be their main running back. They basically have James Connors out. Their other running back, Williams, is out. 
they had to sign Keontae Ingram back to the team and another guy there who I'm forgot his name. Essentially, it's it's the Eno show, man. And I'm getting front row fucking tickets. I'm not missing him. I'm actually starting him <laughs> in the league this week. Tell me yeah, what you think. Um, I know you think I'm a little crazy for him. Man. I actually have I'm between starting him and um and Zeke in one of my leagues. Uh I ended up getting Eno off of waivers, I'm sure as most people did this week, which is why I, I'm surprised. Not quite surprised that you're taking him to be a boom, but surprised you have him in the top eight because he is stepping into that starter role. I will say Eno did look excellent on, on his touchdown run last week. Um, he does. He has shown that he has some juice and some explosiveness. And, um, you know, if you give him, you get him out of space, he's going to be able to, to get things done. Um, so, you know, I do think he has the, a, a good pathway to get into that top 10. Um, but we'll see. Hey, absolutely, man. Take it away with who you think is going to boom at the receiver oh, man. position. Oh, man. I'm going to stay with the same team here, bro. And we, we talked about him a little bit. Rondell Moore. We got, they got him at wide receiver 38. Um, I think he's in line. He's going to be in the top 24 this week, maybe top 20. Uh, he is getting healthy. He has stepped into that Greg Dortch role, just as we all expected he would. He's getting those short passes and making, you know, he's making places, uh, plays in space. So I think he's going to be, he has a good baseline with a, he has a few, like maybe a handful of receptions headed his way. Um, and let's see what he does with the, you know, after, after the catch, if he's able to make some plays, make some people miss, maybe, you know, take one to the house. But, yeah, I think he's in line. I think they have him ranked way too low. Uh, we saw what Dorch was doing when, when Moore was out. You know, double digits the first, I think, three weeks he had the, the double con- digits the first. consistently PPR. getting at least a, a base, like you said. His yeah, floor you is know. very high. Exactly. So, I think uh, Rondell Moore is, it's, if, you need the, if you needed the confidence to start, if you needed a flyer or a good flex play, I think Rondell Moore is a, go- a good one. I'm seeing him 38. How high are you taking this? Yeah, I yeah, I was saying he's either top twenty four, top twenty, I think. I'm with it. He's a wide receiver too this week. We were we were actually talking about this as we were making the picks off the pod. Might as well tell the people, man. They got so many receivers in this game. So crazy high. They got Hollywood at five. They got DK at ten and Lockett at fourteen. That's three receivers out of the top fourteen. Yeah. Why is Rondale that far behind? Yeah, and you know, it's not like it's not like D Hop is back, you know. Like exactly, they need another receiver to throw the ball to. I mean, Zach Ertz is there, but he's kind of more like their sticks guy. Um, so I, just, I think he's. Gonna, I just he's gonna go crazy this week. Yeah, they're expecting, and and we were talking about it, like you said, off the off the off screen. We were talking about it. They had all these players projected really high up, so we, I was wondering, and and I was asking. It was um you know what's the over under for this game because they have so many players ranked so high and this is by far this game the Seattle and, and um and Arizona game is by far the highest over under so there were this is expected to be a shootout yeah behind um, the Chiefs I, game obviously but yeah behind yeah. them it was them and like big drop off so it was Chiefs yeah Chiefs well that's the given right <laughs> yeah like everybody should expect that but this is yeah. I think yeah, I agree, man. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky over under game. I low key want every single piece of both teams playing in this week. I'm not gonna lie. Let's I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna take it to my guy, man. It's not yeah. it's it's only right, man. It's been so long. I've been clamoring and clamoring and clamoring. Go get you a piece of this guy. Go get you a pierce of this guy. Should I say? Alec Pierce, man. Wide receiver yeah. 45, 45. For my Spanish speakers, love saying yeah, that man. Spanish. The disrespect, the audacity, has out-targeted, um, has received more targets than Michael Pittman he did in his last game, and about the same amount of targets over the last two games on fifty-two percent of the snaps while Pittman is playing over seventy-five percent of them. I think this is the week they're playing Jacksonville. They got absolutely crushed. They got skunked by Jacksonville last time. They yeah. didn't have Pittman. They didn't have Pierce. They had shitty pairs, and I think they're gonna notice, man. They gotta get this shit going. They gotta turn. They gotta turn this over. Jonathan Taylor couldn't do much against them last game. Not saying that's gonna be the case this game. I'm just saying they gotta. They gotta air this out a little bit 
they got to be a little bit more balanced at the beginning of the game, not just get down and start airing it out. And I think the way to do that is to get Alec Pierce the ball. I think he's more 1B than he is the 2 there. I know that sounds crazy to say because Pittman was getting taken in the third, fourth round. <laughs> but I just honestly... Yeah, I, I would... I would say that's a little bit of a stretch hey, as a man. 1B, but, you know, I, I would definitely agree with it, too. He's been trending up. Top 20 um, this week, calling it. I, top 20 from 45, that is pretty saucy. I almost wanted to say, man, uh, we should have given him a, a temporary pause, let people post down in the comments, and see if they could guess who your <laughs> pick is, man. You've been hyping this man up for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I want I, it would have been interesting to see who's been keeping up with the podcast and who could guess that, right? Because you've been... Telling people to get this man for free before he was on the map. If you want to get this man now, I try to get him, and somebody put a higher waiver All claim on me. One fifty so, on him. Yeah, so I you know, like, receiver, but I still made a bid. If you were listening to this man, you would have been had this man on your roster. So you know, y'all see Pittman up there time. at sixteen. I'm saying they're gonna be within five spots of each other. Pierce might even outscore him. I'm not going to go there, but I am going to guarantee anytime Tutty this week for Pierce, I think it's going to be his first one of the season. I might be wrong on that, but I, I believe I believe in this man this week, man. It's that's all I got to say, man. Let's get real saucy here because I think I think our yeah. bus this week are pretty, pretty spicy. And not this guys, we don't just go on here and like, oh, what's going to get us? No, man, like we we really break this shit down. We really think. I was actually telling uh, Gator how much I enjoy the running backs this week. I thought the running backs yeah. were a very good week. It, it took me a minute to find the bust, which is why CEH, I picked them because there's so many running backs in the 20s and 30s. Um, I think this is going to be a nice week for running backs. So um, tell yeah, us about your bust up here. Yeah, my bust for wide receiver, man. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just not, I have not seen anything from this man that makes me think this is that guy. And uh, the guy I'm talking about is Cortland Sutton. We have him as wide receiver 12 on the week. Uh, you know, I think he, he needs, that's a very high mark for him. He needs high volume and he needs a touchdown to get up in there. Um, and I don't think he's going to get either. Uh, I, I feel like Jerry Judy has been more the go-to guy, even though he's dropping the passes. I see him creating more space and being open, like creating a lot more space and being a lot more open. He's just dropping the passes, which is very unfortunate. So um, with that being said, Corliss Sutton is my fade of the week, is my bust of the week. I do see him outside the top 24 um, unless he gets a touchdown, which, you know, the way, it's the, way the Broncos... Are, yeah, it's always possible because he, he does have jump ball. You know, he, he is pretty good with the jump balls, but like, I just don't see. He's been struggling, man. This whole offense altogether has been struggling. So, I mean, maybe it could be a rust week where he he cooks and Sutton gets to eat, but I don't see him inside the top 24. The only thing Russ knows how to use right now is a microwave. That motherfucker (laughs) can't cook, bro. His arm is cooked. Yeah, man. How do you feel about that thing? I actually traded for Sutton very recently, like literally last week. So, I hope he actually plays well because I need him. Um, I'm in a little bit of a disagreement with you. I don't think he's going to bust. How, outside of the what did you say? Because he's ranked 12th. How, how far did you 24. take? 24. Okay, 20, 24. So he could still be a flex play. Um, yeah. Hopefully he's not, though. Should I need him to perform? I just traded Jalen Waddle for him in a league. Um, I got Pierce back, too. Kind of kind of the reason I did it. You know, if I'm taking two. Alec or Damon? Alec, Alec. No, shit. If I got uh, Damon, dude, I'd be fucking I'm doing say, it. I'm about to say, man. You, you got a no, steal man. there. If I say if I say Pierce, man, y'all should know it's Alec Pierce, man. Damian Pierce is secondary <laughs> on this fucking podcast. No, I'm kidding. But uh, love me. Uh, I, I do. I do like some Cortland Sutton this week. I think the Chargers are not. Um, this might be an. This might be a game where they're forced to score points. Essentially, is what I'm getting at. So I think he has a little bit of upside scoring touchdowns. I do agree with you. I think Judy has flashed more. Sadly, the flashes are bad and good because he just drops some passes that you're like, dude, you could have literally had. 20 yeah. 30 40 yards maybe even a touchdown but um we'll see how this goes man i definitely agree my bus of the week ironically man right under him man by the name of mike williams oh man this is this is tough for me to say i i liked a lot of players i was actually between him and jalen waddle i'm not gonna say that too loud 
Um, but um, <laughs> Mike Will just I Mike Will is a very up and down guy typically. I think he's going to get the Pat Sertan treatment, and the way Pat Sertan has been playing in Denver has been absolutely shut down. He has been playing fucking elite defense for a corner. I think he's been top five this year in PFF coverage grade. The eye test tells you whoever's on his side is not getting that shit. So um, yeah. I'm just, I'm I'm fading him. Uh, he's ranked 13. I think he's outside of the top 30 this week, personally. I, I think there's some better options into the 30s that you might want to look into starting over him that aren't as popular as, you know, like it's, I, I that's why it's saucy, man. You got to. Yeah, man, that's tough for me because uh, I have seventy five percent of my leagues. I have Mike Williams, and he is a must start for me yep. out of necessity. And also, I just feel like this game, um, they're they're just this is a game where he's gonna be able to shine. You know, um, I know Sertain, Sertan. Well, not Sertan. Um, I we used to call him Patrick Sertain here because we we had his dad playing for the Dolphins here. Oh. Mr. Senior. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think Mike will, it's just out of necessity. Um, and if Keenan is actually, he, it looks like he's trending to get back. Um, he, maybe he draws some of that certain coverage, but uh, I, I just think this, this offense is going to keep, they're hitting their stride. You saw what they did last week. Mike will has had a couple games in a row now yep. where he is balling. So you know, I don't think um, I, I don't think he's gonna slow down. I think he's gonna build up on that, and I think they need him to do that. I think they need someone alongside with with um, when with Allen, you know, to keep with Keenan Allen to to carry that that workload. Uh, yeah, man, I I love the player. I just you know I I name him I named him on my fantasy. I actually have him in a league. I traded him in another one. I name him the boomer the boomer bus king because when he booms, yeah. you win. When he busts, he's literally Mr. Boomer Bust. <laughs> yeah, like he's captain, like he's sergeant, he's driving the ships, he's doing everything. Yeah. Um that's that that's gonna do it for our receiver segment. But we're gonna add we're gonna we're gonna add a complimentary. You know, this is yeah this on the house, like the olive garden bread, like the like the red lobster cheddar biscuits, man. Yeah, in case you're streaming quarterbacks or maybe you're you're on the fence about who you can start. Maybe you have one of these quarterbacks that have questions and you're looking for an alternative. So we just want to give you reassurance. We have a start of the week. Go want to give it to him? No, no. That's, that's uh, not man. Yeah, we're going to go with Jimmy Graham. Oh, Jimmy Graham. Well, imagine Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham playing quarterback, uh, quarterback, baby, baby. Oh, my God. No, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mr. Jimmy G, Jimmy Handsome. Um, they have him, what, at quarterback 16 this week? Right. You know, if you're looking for a quarterback one to start, uh, they are playing. I think it was the Falcons that they're playing. Yes, sir. Yeah. And um, I think they're in line for I think Debo is going to eat. Uh, George Kittle might have a coming out party here. Ayuk, um, I think we might be in in line for one of those three or four touchdowns. Super consistent or super efficient at Jimmy games here. I definitely I mean, this is consensus because we both agree with him. Um, I just, I think this is this is going to be a, the time to buy on Debo Samuel as well. I feel like his value's not been too high. I was actually we we're talking about it off the pod, man. I think I'm trying to get Debo Samuel in as many leagues as possible, especially if my second RB slot is bad because receiver RB is basically the same position Debo plays. He's get he gets you those. He makes up for those carries your second running back doesn't get production on. Maybe, you know, like yeah. just take take a flyer on Debo and this entire offense. Um, just really like San Francisco this week against Atlanta. I think the game might be a little bit closer than people think. I don't think it's going to be an absolute blowout. So I think Jimmy is going to have to throw the ball. And if it is a blowout, I think it's going to be a production of Jimmy throwing the ball. So yeah. we're in agreement there. Uh, this is a fun fact, man. We were actually trying to come up with a tight end boomer bust but we really came to a consensus that outside of like maybe eight of these guys everybody fucking sucks so just take a fly yeah. pretty closest, much if anybody catches a 20 yard pass they're in the top 10 so yeah a touchdown you know, is yeah. a blessing <laughs> and i i wanted i was not joking when i said this i think the guy for me i'm not even gonna expand on this greg dolchich sleeper of the week saucy take of the week finishing top 15 debut, right 
His rookie debut, man. I love me some rookie. rookie debut. We'll see, man. That's saucy as I guess he was. Yeah. Tight end 61. Did I see that right? Yeah, tight end 61, man. I don't think yeah. I've ever gone this low ever in my <laughs> life. This is as low as I'll ever scoop, but I like me some Greg Dolchich this week. Um, their tight ends kind of suck dick over there. So just take, on it, take a guy who hasn't sucked any dick yet, I guess. I don't know what to tell you, man. Had to let loose. Hey man, do yourself that favor. Yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> hey man, you know what time it is. The pressure is on you, Mister Gator, man. Ten and O. Wait a minute. You say that again. Ten and O in these pickums, man. You you like American yeah, sniper? Man. He don't miss. He nah, don't of course miss. not, bro. We shooting a hundred out here, man. Hey. So. uh yeah, dude. Uh, which 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 one you want me to pick first? Who are we going with? Your matchup, man. We're just gonna go off the top from top to bottom. Um, I'm playing. You gonna? Yes, just man. My team has been practicing day and night for this. <laughs> for this, you matchup. give him a pep talk. Oh man, I don't need to give him a pep talk, man, because I got the Lord Commander oh. of the Quad Squad right there, Saquon Barkley. He's coming. He's coming through for the Quad Squad this week. AJ Dillon's on the bench, the heir to the throne. <laughs> He's, um, <laughs> he looks like Daenerys off of <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, but um, yeah, man. Uh talk to me. Tell me who you're taking. I'ma take yeah, myself because I, I never back away. But maybe you provide some better yeah, insight. You know, at first glance, I was gonna go with your team here, man, but I do think the undefeated remains undefeated. Oh. Um you know, I do see that she has James Conner, but I do also see she has Stevenson. It can slot him in, and then Keenan should be back. So she should, if she's watching the podcast, she should be starting Keenan if he's back. If not, you do have Melvin Gordon as a decent safety blanket there. But I do think this team can pull out this win. Uh, you know, you do have a lot of great players. This is a, this To me, this is the matchup to watch for the week. Um, but I do think she stays undefeated. I'm betting my own undefeated record on this Ooh. first pick right here. This is so. I mean, realistically speaking, I'm not going into this fully confident. We've discussed her team. It is elite. Um, mm -hmm. the fact that Cooper Cup guarantees her fucking ten catches a week is literally a fucking cheat code. Um, Nick Chubb has been playing elite. She's got Justin Herbert. Uh, I think where I find it, where I kind of find some confidence in is definitely her receivers outside of Cooper Cup. Deontay typically is a nice floor guy, but I mean, him and Pickett haven't really been seeing eye to eye. It's been more Pickett and Pickens than Pickett and Deontay. Mm -hmm. uh, Drake London playing San Fran. San Fran's been playing really good. So I, I kind of this again, guys, this is me trying to find a little bit of wiggle room in her team because it is very, very good. Stevenson, Goddard, both are smash starts, I think, this week. Is this finally the week Geno Smith flails out? I don't think so. Maybe I was a week too early on him. Um, but I, I definitely think her biggest advantages come at this quarterback position. Daniel Jones starting for me is tragic, Bronson. But I've, I don't yeah. know, man. Is there anybody you'd start on her team? Besides, I mean, you talked about Keenan. But Keenan, so essentially yeah. you're, you're taking uh, Stevenson, putting him in an RB2 slot, and then starting... And then Keenan flexing Keenan in. Yeah, that's pretty much what, what I see her doing. I did want to say something about Geno since you mentioned that yeah. he flamed out. Um, just a fun fact. In another league that I'm in with Solid. So Solid had Trey Lance to start the year. Died. Then you have... Then he played Tua. Tua got... He died. Then he started playing Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence started playing like shit. And this week he's starting Geno Smith in that league. So, Thank you know, you. take take that take with that information what you want, but you know, it could be in line for a Geno Smith, you know, <laughs> bomb right here. Yeah, this might be the jingle, the the jingle, the Geno Smith uh single Yeah, this game. might be the solid curse right here. So um, um yeah, man, I I I do think that she's gonna stick out this win. I I I I don't know. It's hard to see it. Her team just has a very high floor like we discussed previously. How about this? Is there anything I should do different with my roster that would make you feel better? Because currently, 
there's a couple players I'm looking at that I'm kind of iffy on. I, I, we talked about how Waddle was almost my bench of the week. And yeah. At the, at the at that slot, I clearly have options. I don't think I'm gonna go Dobbins, but um, you know, Thielen, DJ Moore, somebody that I'm kind of high on this week. Um, I think Waddle is safe. Um, I do think your team, you're starting the best lineup. If Olave isn't playing this week, yeah, I would start Thielen just mm-hmm. for the touchdown upside that, because you might be needing that. Um, other than that, I don't, I don't see anything else. I don't. Pretty much, I would go depending on. Let me see. These games are all one o'clock games. Pretty much, I hate that. Depending though. how these I games can't stand go, that. Yeah, depending how these games go, I would maybe change the you know change for more upside if you have a chance. Um, it is very unfortunate that you have Eno and she has James Connor and Connor might not be playing. <laughs> yeah, so that works out in your favor. Yeah, I definitely but, spent some fab on Eno this week too. I think I was a yeah. high by a bit. Yeah, but she does have Stevenson to cover yeah, that hole. So her team is absolutely you know. stacked. Um, you know, it also it's all in line for her. Really quick, uh, Winston or Daniel Jones? Winston versus Cincinnati or Daniel Jones versus Baltimore? I'm always starting Winston if he's playing over Daniel Jones, just okay. because Winston, even if he page. gets you one or two inter, you know turnovers a game, the motherfucker likes to air that shit out. It's he is James not scared. Baby. Famous Jameis. And, you know, you got to ride with that guy, bro. He, he's, you know, he eats W's, bro. Nobody's Maybe not in... because they hand the ball off, bro. Famous James going to be yeah. famous because he's doing something out there. Tossing yeah, he's putting around. air in that bitch, man. So, yeah. airing that shit. Got to love to see it. Um, Let's go to the next matchup. We're just going to go in order here. I actually, it's going to be, speaking of solid, solid and Tony. And, yeah. Uh, this is an interesting. This is also another good, yeah. This is also another good matchup here, man. I was going through this. Um, I don't know how you feeling. Uh, lo- I first of all, I'm taking solid. I think I'm. I'm going to state that. I think Tony's running back. He has my fate of the week. He's got Clyde there. Um, but his team just. He's got your fate of the week. He's got Sutton there as well. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, I like Kenny Walker. I think maybe put him over there and then. F- I, I can't believe he didn't start. Uh, bro, if you see that many men video, you got to start Ryan Robinson the next week. I think yeah. that goes without saying. I think he actually has a better chance starting. If MT plays, I doubt he's going to play. But uh, Njoku over Clyde this week, maybe that's a spicy take. But I do like David Njoku this week in general. He's been he's kind of been the guy. And plus, tight ends get an extra half a half a point per catch here. So Yeah, so you would be starting... Any over Clyde and then flexing yeah. in Njoku and keeping Zach Ertz in? Yeah. Got to keep Zach Ertz in, man. That's the highest scoring game aside from the Chiefs. Uh, Bills. That's actually not bad. I mean, assuming Michael Thomas doesn't play. Yeah, of course. Um, if if Thomas yeah. plays and that's not a question, I bench Clyde for, for MT. I honestly, I wouldn't be mad at that because it is a tight end premium. Um See, see, and that would be that's kind of man, funny you mentioned that because Solid is actually doing that with Higby and Kittle. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, we were talking off off screen right now, uh, and I was leaning towards Tony's side, but you know, re-examining this, we do have some fades here. I don't think Clyde is a fade for me, but I do think Sutton is a fade. Um, and he, you know, we were talking about our quarterback start of the week, Jimmy is out there repping for solid. So um, I think I will. I mean, he also does have the Minnesota defense, the DST, and they're facing my Dolphins with our third-string quarterback. So this, is, this is incredible right here, guys. How is yeah. this man on his bench this week? Who is yeah. he starting over him? If Higgins doesn't play, he better start Pierce. And he still yeah. has he still has Alan Robustinson on his fucking bench. This is incredible. And McKenzie, man. Oh man. Yeah, I'm gonna go with solid on this one. I'm not too confident about it. I do feel like his team is like it looks good, but it's also in shambles in some parts. I don't understand it, but yeah, it's I think he has enough. I think he has enough there to to get a win and uh, get to 500. I definitely agree. I think if he gets carried this week, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a combo of Jimmy G outplaying Kirk Cousins, and Austin Eckler outscoring all his running backs. Because I I do believe in Eckler. 
this week. I I was trying to trade for him before he went fucking nuclear back to back weeks. Yeah. Um. I I like his tight ends. I like his uh. You know, Jacoby Myers at receivers. I like that pick. Honestly, I think Kittle is not somebody I look forward to playing. Just I don't think his he hasn't really been there this year. Um, five for four. Well, he was hurt. Yeah, but he's always hurt, and that's something that I'm not a fan of. Um, yeah, that's true. I would still start Pierce over him, even if Higgins plays. Or I would. You're admit, bitching Kittle flat out. Oh yeah, if 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 Pierce plays, I mean, if Higgins plays, and you're confident with him starting, then yeah. Um, my my whole thing is Pierce should not be on your bench this week. I think he's earned the right to start, <laughs> and it is what it is, man. I'm 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 making my own yeah. fucking fan page. Follow it on Reddit. Hey. You'll see me. Quick, quick question: Kittle or Ertz? This week? Yeah, Ertz, no question. All right, Kittle or Njoku? Njoku. Okay, yeah. So we're full off the Kittle. I think Kittle might have a coming out party this this week, man. To be honest, uh, I think it's one of those games they they need Kittle. They want to get him integrated. Um, you know, uh, he is one of the, you know, whether they're run blocking or you know, and, and pass catching, he is a stud. Whenever he has the ball in his hands, yeah, and I think yeah. they need to get him involved for this team to you know get where they want to get to. Talk about get to where we want to get to. We have your team. Against the winless, the tech guy, who's no longer teching for us because I, he's zero five. He's been fired. Now, yeah, he has been much. fired. He has an open invitation back, but we we sent them down to the AAA man. You yeah. know, he, he we sent them out. He's got to work on his game, and um, yeah, he's you know. he's he's on like a like a vacation type of thing, but he's working on working on how to improve his fantasy team. He's he's going. Yeah, we said we. We sent them to the practice squad, you know? Yeah, he's on the practice squad. He's actually flying out individually. He's going to go to all these games and talk to all his players. Right before sending him DMs, he's pre- he's prepping up a whole paragraph, an essay. Um, but who are you taking? Because your, your player I mean, dropped 2.6, and you're yeah. still favored by over 10 points. My boy Curtis, you know, we already talked about it. He dropped a couple of passes that might have his stat line looking completely different. Yep. But unfortunately, I'm gonna have to send our boy Swift over to Owen Six Land. Um, you know, t- this is not gonna be the week you get your first win, sir. I am sorry, not sorry. Um, and I'm gonna take myself for the win. I think my team is just flat out better. It's just across the board. I have better quarterbacks. His shoes whack. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not start, but yeah, bro. I just think um, Swift has suffered quite a few losses, um, not literally on the team, but I just think his team has been diminished by you know injury and just you know some picks haven't panned out. But yeah, um, I can't believe he's starting Mike Boone. I can because have you seen his bench? Dude, go pick somebody up on the waiver wire. Go pick up a receiver. He's starting him at a flex spot. Um, shit, start Rashad White over him. I mean, he does have Bateman that he could start uh, over. He him, hasn't but... he hasn't practiced all week, so I don't I don't expect Bateman mm. out on the field. But mm. um, Chase Edmonds yeah. is not playing. Obviously, I don't know. His choices uh, are limited, man. So I will say I will say this about Swift. Um, I really like his running backs. Oh, I love his running backs. That's but his problem is his receivers. I do think he he got blessed right here with Mooney giving him thirteen. Um, yeah, and Fields giving him twenty. Yeah, Fields giving him twenty, obviously. But uh, I, I just man, just you have you have something called consistency. Talking about high floor, it doesn't get much higher than than Patty Lenny and Travis Kelsey, and obviously Alvin Kamara for me. You know, RB one before the season started, top three RB for sure. Um, for mm-hmm. me personally, and and you got him, so that's out to you. Great trade. I think it's gonna keep bearing its fruit. I was I was leaning Joseph, I was leaning Swift, but I just can't I can't go away from all the consistency you have. I think your most inconsistent player is Mike Williams and J Rob. I don't. You're starting you're starting J Rob this week over Cam Akers. Uh, I am. 
I mean, I, I can't, I don't hate it. Cam Akers hasn't done much, but I'm just not really. I just, I'm fortunately, I'm in a position where I can't afford to wait and see until that one, so that Rams O-line gets healthy. And two, until Cam Akers shows me that he can be efficient. Because even when he has holes, he is not going through them. He's not being efficient. Yeah. So um, I'm just, Robinson has shown me that he can produce. Akers hasn't. That's as much, that's how simple it gets to me. Sometimes we tend to overthink these things and then we end up making the wrong decisions. I'm going with the proven guys. That's why I traded Clyde for Camaro. Camaro's stock was high. But he was unproven to me. Camara, stock is low, but he's a proven player for me. That's why I'm I'm sticking with the proven guys, and that's why I'm going with Robinson instead of Acres. Um, hey, you know, you're same not, thing. Not going to get a complaint from me. I'm I'm sticking with you. I was very close to picking Swift. Swift, don't hold this against me. I'm rooting for you, my boy. I need to see at least one win up there, man. Uh, Gator can afford to lose. He's four and one. Let me catch up to him a little bit. No, I cannot afford to lose because someone <laughs> is still undefeated. I'll take care of that, buddy. I'll take care of that. We got Ooh, Hunter, okay. man. Hunter and Flex. Um, the projections here are not very kind of Flex. He hasn't really set his lineups. He has Damian Pierce, but as we're gonna get into, his team at running back is absolute dog water. Um, yeah. He kind of has nobody outside of Zeke, uh, Latavius Murray, and that's 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 as far as it goes. It, it's tough for him being short at running back and then having his one of his starting running backs on his, by. His best one, I would say, at least this year, Damian Pierce by far. And, and yeah. he's got Cordero Patterson somewhere, I'm pretty sure. He does have my boom of the week in Ezekiel, but you know, without your 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 reliable RB2. You're looking at Latavius Murray or someone off of waivers, really. Maybe he makes a trade before the game, before uh, before he starts this week. I was actually trying to trade for Pierce from his team. Mm. I was willing to give him two running backs that he can start. He's three and two, so maybe he's not too desperate to make a trade. I mean, Hunter is one and four. Um, yeah, I mean, I... When it comes to this, I, I'm probably going to have to go with Hunter on this one. I do think he gets his second win, even if he does find a, an RB2 to slot in. Um, I think Hunter's team is on the come up. He just hasn't had, you know, <laughs> luck go his way. Yeah. But, you know, he, he does have a couple of people on by, but I think he can sneak by and get a win this week. To me, to me, I do agree. I, I was actually... Um, since we recorded this always after the Thursday night game, I was very close to, depending on how this Thursday night game went, um, taking flex because I think his biggest wild cards just played and it was Perry and Carson and they shot the bed for him, unfortunately for him. But um, Hunter needs this one really bad. I don't love his quarterback situation. I actually think it's, dare I say, the worst in the league for this week. Jacoby Brissett and Matt Ryan is not a place of comfort for me if I am playing those yeah. two quarterbacks. I like his running back depth. He's got Brees Hall, Mostert this week. I really wouldn't do much different. He he even has um he had Demont on the bench. Uh low-key a sneaky start for me in in deeper leagues is Algier. I think you can throw him into your flex spot. I know he's playing San Fran. I just think they're gonna I think he's getting into the end zone this week. So I'm I'm kinda higher on on Algier. Um Maybe wait and see with him because uh, thinking about he is playing San Fran. But really, I, I like the way his team is structured. Um, Lazard might have a decent game. Um, just I, I'm gonna lean by um, I'm gonna lean Hunter not by too much. I just think uh, Flex's team yeah. shot himself in the foot. I'm being honest here. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. I don't think this is anything where it's like an overwhelming favor or anything. I just think which which team is more depleted this yeah. week because they're, they're both dealing with bye weeks so yep um you know i just think hunter is able to cover more because he has he has more depth i just really think not having another run he's flex is probably gonna have to go to waivers for yeah. another running back let's which actually, is not reassuring let's actually do a little a uh, little waiver searching for the boy real quick maybe we can maybe somebody's in a bad predicament like him um 
who who are you picking up here? Um, personally, I would pick up DJ. Um, DJ Dallas, start him, but Dallas. Um, Seven I would lean more towards Michael Carter just because he has okay. he does have a receiving floor. They they do like to use both the running backs in the receiving game. Um, McKissick obviously already played, so we can't go that way. But Tevin out of all these uh, names, yeah, Tevin Coleman might get some work, but it's looking bad. I would probably just go with Michael Carter just because it is about a 50 50 timeshare over there, even though you know, Brees Hall has been more efficient or just more explosive, really. Um, they are still kind of splitting that backfield. Um, if you look at Michael Carter, I'm looking at his snap shares. It's gone down little by little, 60, 61, 49, 44, 42. But he's still getting 10-plus touches every game. So, you know. The other thing I, with that I is think Hunter's also starting Brees Hall. So if you hit on Carter because Brees Hall flops, you get the double whammy right there. Exactly. Um, let's, let's close it out here. Close out the games. We got Bleach My Blunder. My bunda, sorry, my bunda. Larry Clapper, aka Kev, and El Carbo, just CMC. Uh, it's actually mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor's back, so he should change his name again. Um, <laughs> the projections are not being very kind to somebody who was once deemed the favorite, uh, if you recall. He, he has St. Brown on by in his starting lineup. That might be why. Mm, I peep. Uh, and he also has Huntley. His bench is absolutely putrid. We said this last week, but it looks. My goodness, I do not know who yeah. he's starting. He needs to go to waivers this is, as well. This is what's going to happen to him when you trade away so many assets to get. You know, did Which he get? McCaffrey. Did he trade for JT? He got McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey. Yeah. So this, he's going to be dealing with this day in and day. You know, each week, especially if he has to deal with bye weeks. You know, so and he has one, two, three, four his, players on bye this week. You know, his so, bench is. I would say I've I've seen better benches on twelve team leagues. Yeah, like I wouldn't is, even argue that. This is very bad. Like Madison, yeah, I mean you got a cuff. Don't hate the cuff, uh, Teddy. I don't hate the cuff because he has two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, just right. I don't I don't know, man. A lot of this is not something I'm very fond with. I don't mind Josh Reynolds, but there's some of these players that like you're just like ah, I don't really know. There's too much going on here. I think he can, he should drop some players. There's no way in heck I'm starting Caleb Huntley this week. Yeah. And he needs he needs not just one start. He needs two starts. He needs a flex and a receiver. Yep. Yeah, and then, um, I mean, on the other side, it's not looking much better, but he does <laughs> have he does have a more filled-out roster. You know, so he does have the depth because he didn't trade away assets for you know to get those picks or to get that player but um i i do think blurry will get the win this week uh he does have naji who's my fate this week but he does have josh allen who can you know drop 40 it's josh and (laughs) josh allen and dig stack can literally get you 50 60 points easily but you almost included in your boom of the week he's got judy there as well yeah judy was almost my boom of the week uh you know, they're going to have to score, like you were saying. Your case for Sutton also applies for Judy. Yep. Um, they're going to be forced to score. I just think Judy is the better athlete right now. Um, DK Schultz, if he's healthy, I can see him having a good game. Yeah. And Pollard. I mean, Pollard's, you know, he, he's a, a threat. I'm actually, score. I think he should start Rondale over Tony Pollard. No question. He should definitely start my start of the week uh, yeah. at wide receiver over Pollard. Um, that's what I was going to get at. He should definitely do that. Um, I think that gives him a higher floor as well. You won't be, um, you know, he's bound to get at least five PPR just off receptions. And then you have whatever comes with the yards. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, that's yeah. the only thing I would change. Eight targets, seven catches last week. Mm-hmm. Expect more of the same. And they were, it was a close game last week. I think it's still going to be a close game. So, yeah, they're playing Seattle, and this is this is projected to be quite the little shootout. So, I mean, I fully, fully agree. I mean, maybe we can help out young young Eli out here at receiver too. 
are they are any of these receivers calling your names like start me this week? Because I see one, and it's the guy. Ironically, the mouse landed on it's MVS. MVS, see, I just have a hard time buying into the unproved, right? And I know Juju. Juju's on here, so you know, uh, Hunter dropped him. Um, Juju's on here. I just feel he's safer. I feel like he's get how many targets has he gotten compared to MVS? So we're gonna pull this up right here. Juju's gotten eight targets every week except week two. And MVS has gotten four, MVS, seven, seven, four, five, seven, seven, five, eight. Right? So I just think Juju is safer. I, I think they're trying to get him the ball. Like in scoring positions, they just haven't been able to. Um, and NVS, I've just seen more from NVS. I've seen him dropping more passes. I've seen him. He's just a burner. He's just a burner at this part. And I just don't see him when it comes to a safer floor. If you want to guarantee some production, I, mean, I think you're going to get something with Juju more likely than NVS. He needs to start two people. So. I definitely maybe you can start both of them. Yeah, you know? I don't. I, I mean, I don't hate that. I wouldn't do that necessarily, but definitely, yeah, hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning a little bit of MVS, but I understand that Juju love. Um, yeah, everything else looking kind of bad for my dog. I'm not gonna lie, I don't really like any yeah, of these guys. Uh, the thing uh, is, uh, I mean, DPJ is also out there, so, um. Joshua Palmer, if you still see value in him, I mean, his value, his window might have closed already because Keenan might be back this week. But yeah, this is maybe Corey Davis because Corey guess. Davis could be a, a good flyer there. Um, Marvin Jones, if you you know you can shoot for the Duvernay because Bateman's not going to play. But... Landry, Landry could also be a pickup because you know both Olave and Michael Thomas might not be playing this week. Yeah, and if Landry, Landry is playing... Landry, unfortunately, has not practiced this week. And he hasn't even practiced either. That's the thing. It, it, we this have a lot bad. of stuff. Devontae Parker only had a 52% snap share last week. He dropped a goose. So, uh, did something happen with him over there? Or they just had that no, they just game decided. script when they were blowing them out? Yeah. Um. So you are you still leaning uh, Bleach Mablunda over... Over yeah. El Carbo or yeah. taking El Carbo here? I think I think El Carbo is suffering from that trade. He's seeing the the fallout from that trade. Yep. There's always, you know, you're always excited to get the best player, you know, but it doesn't always work out in your favor because you're giving up your depth. I think uh, something I always do if I'm going to give up a lot of depth for a good player is I try to see the waiver wire first. Like, can I get somebody in the waiver wire that I trust? will get me through bye weeks, like like his case right yeah. now. And I think he miscalculated. Um, He's actually, if I'm not mistaken, he's lost three games in a row mm-hmm. in the league. Since standing. he made that trade. Yeah, he's, he's lost every week since he made that trade. Every single week since he's made that trade. And, I mean, Hunter, you can't, I mean, you can't really talk much. He's one and four. But definitely <laughs> his team, I would say his team has a better outlook. One and four is not the end all be all, and he's projected to win this week pretty significantly. So I mean, I mean, I I a hundred percent agree with this, and I think this is gonna be. Is there anything you wanted to add? We had some, we have some, some nice little Zeke stats up there because we were discussing Zeke versus the Eagles, and he absolutely crushes them. Um, like we were saying, and. I mean, I think that's pretty much it for this week, man. I think this is a nice little, it's going on about almost an hour here, 59 minutes, according to yeah. the, sc- the stream clock. <laughs> um, Doing very well this week. Hopefully, people are clowning me right now in a group chat because I traded for Kadarius Tony five weeks ago. <laughs> but let it go, man. I, you know, I fucked up. And even then, if he's on the field, Kadarius, my guy. Um, yeah. Finishing. Our guy. Yeah, Kadarius. Sorry. Yeah, Gator Gate, man. Kadarius, come on, baby. Best receiver <laughs> you've ever seen over there. Am I right? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in, man. Thank you for pulling up to the stream with the team. I can't rap, but, you know, I try sometimes. And hey, man, trying to draw some bars. 
Don't forget yeah. to follow the homies over on Twitter, man. You got at Saucy Takes. You got me at GatorX Gaming. Subscribe, um, please. If you're if you're listening on the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube. We're dropping heat content. I know it has nothing to do with, with football, but if just in general, guys, if you enjoy basketball content, I I really like basketball, probably even more than fantasy. So I definitely think you'll you'll be getting a lot of good content over there. If you like Apex, anything first person shooter, Rocket League. Please, the Twitch, Gator Gabe, it's down in the comments. The man goes crazy. He literally backpacked me to platinum. I suck at fucking Apex. But I got me an Elite 2 controller. Shout out to my girl for getting me that controller for my birthday. Shout out to her. I got I got I got I got me the little paddles in the back, man. You know we like playing with the paddles in the back, man. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> definitely. So the man's the boom. He's yeah. gonna be at the boom of the week now. The Let's boom, go. The boom of the week. All right, man. <laughs> Everybody, stay clean, stay dirty, stay you. Most importantly, stay saucy.